The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. And now it's time for the Mr. Nelson Show. Welcome to another episode of the Mr. Nelson Show, episode 76. Oh, let's see. What's the news of the day as we're taping this on a Thursday? Tish's light. Um, Tish's light. He lied. He totally lied. Oh, boy. Yes, it appears that uh, Attorney General Jeff Sessions, while he was uh, testifying before the Senate to uh, confirm him as uh, Attorney General, I uh, was answering a question from Senator Al Franken concerning the reports that uh, there was contacts between uh, the Trump campaign and Russian officials and whether this was evidence of collusion and what have you. Uh, Attorney General Sessions uh, said that although he had been uh, referred to as a possible, uh, as a, well, as a surrogate of the Trump campaign, uh, he had no knowledge of any of these meetings and hadn't met with uh, Russians on that himself. Yes, he, no, so, but he lied because he did meet with him. He uh, met with well, the, the ambassador. He totally did, so he's lying to Al Franken right there. So that proves criminal. Well, no, not exactly, Lefty. You see, uh, he met with uh, Russian officials in his capacity as senator. He did not meet with them as a representative of the Trump campaign. He said he hadn't uh, met with them, but he did. At this time, there's still absolutely no evidence of any collusion between the two. So, much ado about nothing. No! God damn it, Lefty, why don't you shut your little pansy mouth and see the reality for what it is. This is about as wild as any wild goose could be chased with. Oh, please, look. No less than Senator Claire McCaskill has stated that meetings between members of the Senate and Russian officials almost never happened. In fact, she's never done it. So, hmm, so much for that. Uh, funny you should mention that, uh, Lefty, because seems Claire was a... <laughs> A bit forgetful on that, too, huh? What? Yeah. Yes, courtesy of the Daily Caller, it, is, it appears that Missouri Senator Claire Caskill had tweeted in the past about meetings and phone calls that she has had with Russia's ambassador, despite claiming that she had never met with the diplomat. In a tweet on Thursday, McCaskill sought to show that Attorney General Jeff Sessions' meeting last year with the ambassador, Sergei Kisilak, I guess, I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, were an outlier for sitting U.S. senators. I've been on the Armed Services Committee for ten years. No call or meeting with Russian ambassador. Ever. Ambassadors called members of Foreign Relations Committee. The Washington Post reported late Wednesday that Sessions met twice with Kislyak, or Kislyak, whatever, uh, in 2016 while he was both a senator and an advisor to Donald Trump's presidential campaign. Some Democrats are now calling for Sessions' resignation because they say he lied during his confirmation hearing last month when he said that he did not meet with anyone from the Russian government during the campaign. Other Democrats say he should at least recuse himself from the ongoing probe into Donald Trump's advisors' contacts with the Russian government. Uh, Sessions has denied misleading the Senate, saying that he met with Kislyak in his capacity as a member of the Armed Service Committee and not as a member of the Trump team. Uh, one of the meetings was in June on the sidelines of an event hosted by the Heritage Foundation. Sessions reportedly spoke informally with a group of ambassadors. The second meeting was one-on-one -on -one in Sessions' Senate office in September. Despite her emphatic claims to the contrary, McCaskill, also a member of the Armed Service Committee, does appear to have talked or met with Kislyak. 
after meeting with the Russian ambassador, upset about the arbitrary, cruel decision to end all U.S. adoptions, even those in process. This was in June of 2013. Today calls with British, Russian, and German ambassadors about the Iran deal. This was in August of 2015. McCaskill attempted to clarify the inconsistency in two more tweets later on Thursday. She said that her uh, 2013 meeting with Kislyak occurred with a group of other senators and revolved around the issue of policies regarding the adoption of Russian children. Well, yeah, it's important to point out the details, huh, Claire? Yeah. Uh, again, as senior member of armed services, never received a call or request from Russian ambassador for a meeting, never met one-on-one -on -one with him. <laughs> but you did meet him. Four years ago, went to meeting of many senators about international adoptions. Russian ambassador also attended. Yeah, but that's meeting him, isn't it? Yeah. It's important to point this out, just like it's important to point out the context of the question that Senator uh, Franken asked uh, uh, Sessions. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, you might want to make sure you know the whole story before you run your mouth off like that. Yeah. Boy, talk about apples and oranges. And anyway, even this article shows where there is demand for him to recuse himself from investigating this Russian skid. Uh, yes, that's right, Lefty. The uh, article does say uh, there are people calling for him to recuse himself from the uh, investigation in the Russian context. And he did just that. So, you're happy now, right? No, not until they all resign, including Trump himself. <laughs> Uh, uh, look, can we hurry this along? I need to go take a shit. Yeah, let's take a break. we got to make room for our guest. Uh, after this little break, uh, we've got Pat Dixon of New York City Crime Report. Uh, we will. I will visit with him. Uh, you idiots will leave the room, and uh, we'll deal with that after this. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. like the sound of my voice yes you know you do and you want to hear it in the best way possible so why not get yourself some headphones and accessories from tweaked audio key features include eight colors and styles mic'd and non-mic'd versions designed to sound great for music and talk noise reducing design with a lifetime warranty so head over to tweakedaudio.com and use discount code mr nelson at checkout for 33 percent off and free worldwide shipping that's mr nelson M-R-N-A-I-L-S-I-N. It's not case-sensitive, but it is all one word. That's tweakedaudio.com. Oh, well, we what's this? <laughs> well, it's another spaghetti sci-fi rift by yours truly. Oh, man, don't leave me hanging. Fill me in on the details. Well, this time it's Mr. Nelson Riff's War of the Robots. Oh, boy. Yes, in War of the Robots, a scientist from Earth is kidnapped by a bunch of robots that all look like the late Rolling Stone Brian Jones. Huh. Yes, the crew of the starship Trissy. What? <laughs> yes, they call it the starship Trissy. Uh, they pursue the robots to rescue the scientist and his beautiful assistant. They run around a lot and once in a while they shoot ray guns and then watch TV. Yes, this spaghetti sci-fi romp was made by the same guys who made Cosmos War of the Planets. Oh, wow! Yes, so once again, someone on the set forgot to turn on the lights during filming. Oh, <laughs> but wait, there's more. 
Also in this package deal, you get Chapter 4 of Flash Gordon, Space Soldiers Conquer the Universe. Yes, Flash saves the Earth by taking a powder on a mountain. Meanwhile, Ming the Merciless makes Dale watch as Dr. Zarkov is forced to wear a dress. Warning! Due to an extreme lack of talent, bathroom humor is deployed throughout the film. It also contains some music from Kevin MacLeod. Oh, wow! Where can I get this? Oh, you just have to head over to selfie.com slash Nelson, and this little gem can be yours simply for a buck seventy-five. Oh, wow! Cheap! Yes. Yes, it is. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. And we're back. And now I'm here with my guest, uh, the lovely Pat Dixon. How are you? New York City crime report uh, from CompoundMedia.com and, of course, uh, CrimeReport.nyc. You know, usually only let Anthony Cumia refer to me as lovely, but... um, Yeah, (laughs) It, it uh, it's catchy. Uh, Anthony has some amount of influence. Yeah, well, you know, uh, I guess that's a you have a true radio classic there that you're looking up to. You know, I mean, that's not everybody yes. has that. Some people, they, uh, you know, at least you're not like like emulating Agent Pat Dixon or something. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Well, you got to start somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> He's referring to Ryan. Uh, he's actually part Japanese and part Puerto Rican. So yeah. Or, 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 or Japrican, I guess he's what he refers to. Yeah, yeah, Japrican. Yeah, they are. Uh, Japrican, yeah. Seems like uh, there's always some kind of a hacky thing that you can, like, uh, oh, see, I'm half Japanese and half uh, Puerto Rican, which means that uh, I like to eat with uh, a couple of chopsticks uh, instead of switchblades <laughs> or some shit. You know what I mean? It's all just, like, some shit together. Obviously, I haven't planned that ahead of time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wouldn't recommend eating with uh, switchblades. Uh, uh, well. <laughs> you, you, you're going to want to keep that tongue. Is, uh, but, uh, has Ryan ever done the show? This one? Yeah. No. Well, what's uh, this? But I, I, will, I will look into that. Well, no, don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm trying to keep him down. <laughs> he's uh, he's got. Well, I know he's he's joined the Proud Boys, uh, so he's he's trying trying to spread his wings. Yeah, he's uh, he, I guess he's like an honorary level four because he got arrested. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Yeah, that whole mess. Man, uh, so seriously. And that was an excellent uh, show you did with uh, Gavin very soon after the event. Oh, yeah, it was that very next day, and I uh, right. happened to catch him. Yeah, thanks. I uh, I enjoyed that conversation. Uh, it seems like he had a lot to say that day. But, I mean, yeah. I, Jesus, that's a bad thing when people just want to physically attack you uh, just, because, just because you're coming to talk. I've never had it yeah. that bad. I've had people want to pepper spray me after I talk, but not before. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, I mean, they were all ginned up, and they half of them didn't even know who the guy was, you know, that sort of thing. And they just show up, and uh, we're going to fight fascism with fascism and this sort of thing. <laughs> fascism <laughs> you know? its a word that's uh, kind of, it lost all meaning, didn't it? 
Yeah. I mean, I heard, uh, you know, Gavin was explaining that he thinks that's uh, giving them too much credit or like that their uh, their intellect is higher than it really is. And he has a point, but I would I would differ in the sense that uh, actually fascism uh, wasn't all that intellectual <laughs> to begin with. It was it was pretty thuggish. And yeah, you, you you storm in and you get as loud as you can and you just take power. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, uh, I, I think that could be coming someday. I, I, I You notice that Obama's yeah. not leaving Washington, you know. Yes, I did notice that. Of course, it's for the girls. The girls. Yeah, you know, well, they, got, they got friends at school. Sure, and he can't run for office again, but Michelle can. And I think yeah, that's what's going to happen in four years. We're going to see Michelle motherfucking Obama on the ticket, <laughs> and uh, we got to stop that. We got to. You know, well, the only way is to pay attention and be active in these in these matters. They got to show up just, uh, just once. Just show up once on November eighth. But you know, it used to be. Yeah. Not, you know, like Nazi doesn't mean anything anymore. You know, it used to yeah. be when well, you well, because you'd go around saying I'm a Nazi, that meant something. You know, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not. Really and now it's just it's just a thrown around yeah, thing to, uh, down, yeah. to to try to invalidate one's argument when you don't have one. Exactly. So so immediately, uh, well, you're just a Nazi. You're a Nazi, Pat Dixon. You're just a Nazi. Yeah, I, I just try to own it now. You know, and go. Yeah, I guess yeah. I am. I, I believe in Hitler and. I believe in the, <laughs> yeah. the, the Third Reich. I don't even know yeah, well, what can Nazis do. do. Uh, these days, uh, the best as I can tell, uh, the closest we got would be clan members, and and they all kind of just live in trailer houses and uh, uh, get high on meth, lose their teeth to it, and eventually die. They kind of just like uh, that's they, about they, it. They look at the at the good old days. You know what I mean? Back when they weren't just hanging on <laughs> for dear life. <laughs> they haven't got time to hurt anybody. They're just trying to get everybody to leave them alone. It's become a deal. Well, yeah, Pat, you know, <laughs> you know, Pat, back in the good old days, I mean, God damn, that was right, white privilege. Yeah. Man, man, we had it good. You know, them people kept to themselves mostly, and that's the way we liked it. Well, hell, there ain't nobody ever said, you know what we need around here? Muslims. No one, yep. no one ever said no. we need some more Sir- Syrian people here. If we don't, yep. we don't get some damn Iraqis. <laughs> Hell, <laughs> I, we got enough of that, you know. Yeah. By the way, I've got news for people uh, on the racial issue. Uh, back in the days of uh, the slave trade, uh, Arabs were really good at uh, selling blacks to uh, white Europeans. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> were they really? I think they just, yeah, they just kind of run that over with. And uh, forget about that little detail. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, uh, Europeans didn't really know their way around Africa and what have you. They had to make deal with uh, who was actually ruling the place. You know, I mean, they conquered a few of them. There was colonies and what have you. But uh, uh, the slave trade, and in a lot of cases, the slaves that that were sold, these were people who lost the battles with whatever tribe that won. And then they sold them. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know. Yeah, so it's so, not, it wasn't even a racial thing. It was just like a like the spoils no. of war. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because then when you include uh, the indentured servants, which were all mostly Irish, uh, they're about as they're probably whiter than we are, Pat. And uh, oh. uh, they they pretty much had the raw deal. You had, I mean, you would have like seven year deals of your indentured servitude, but uh, you were less valuable to them than a slave was. So you probably didn't live to see the end of it. Well, why were you uh, why were you less valuable? Because you're just weaker and smarter. Well, because well, because uh, you you couldn't own them permanently. Oh, so oh. they didn't they didn't bother to keep up with uh, making sure they had good shelter and they, they were healthy and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, you don't want to train because them like, and everything. 
yeah, you just whatever work you needed done, all right, throw those idiots in there. And they would work alongside the slaves, but the slaves had more value because, you know, hey, Pat, you interested in a slave? I can sell you one. Yeah. <laughs> but I couldn't sell you my indentured servant. No, he had to hang around. Well, it's sort of like some kind of damn slavery intern or something, I guess, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, he's just going to go off. There's no point in training him up. You know, hey, you'd be and you'd be like a, uh, doing a half ass all the time anyway, wouldn't you? If you were like, man, you know, what the hell? You know, what are they going to do? Kill me? Yeah. I mean, I do slave work, but it's not what I am, you know? Right. Right. <laughs> I'm not even worth that. I want to I dream of having my own, you know, place someday with my own slaves. If you can just make it through the end of that contract. Yeah. <laughs> but they make that tough. You said they, they, they try to, like, put you on ice before that shit's over. huh? Because right. they don't want the competition. Yeah. No. Uh, but, yeah, so uh, and when you have these social justice warriors calling uh, uh, people like Gavin uh, uh, Nazis and everything, when, when uh, Gavin will go on and on and on about how much he loves Jews, and uh, and yet these social justice warriors oftentimes find themselves in the company of pro-Palestinian movements <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> that are calling for right now for the extermination of all Jews. Isn't that funny? <laughs> You know, it's just like the feminists, you know, they, they, they are interacting with, uh, you know, hardcore Muslims in a way that should yeah. make them very uncomfortable. You know, I've, I've never seen until this year an American flag, uh, what they hand job thing that they wear on their head, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And they, there it was the stars and stripes on this, you know, that, right, the flags yeah. about freedom and yet oppression at the same time. Yeah, I mean, any other if if this was a symbol of some sort of Christian sect, they would immediately hate it and refer to it as a symbol of uh, uh, you know female slavery. Yes, absolutely, you know, they, which yeah. is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and I've always said if Bin Laden had been the member of some kind of Christian cult, uh, we'd have nuked him years ago. <laughs> you know, I mean, the left would have been out for blood. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, if he had fourteen wives over in Waco, you know, yeah, they'd have burned. Yes. Yeah, burn him down. <laughs> yeah, they don't put up with that shit. Not from no. Yeah, it's funny how you have to be all extra tolerant and everything, and yet you know, uh, and then not. It's not really part of our life. And next thing you know, I I just don't know how the feminists don't see what's going on though with uh, with the Muslims. It, it's almost just like anybody but you, white guys. Anybody but you. <laughs> I know. Well, they're heavily involved in their their manner of thinking. And they're there, if you can call it a philosophy. And it, once again, we're making the mistake of applying uh, logic to uh, leftist thinking yeah, because you right. can't do that. Because if you pursue logic to any of their ideas, you can see where it leads. And it, it's horrible. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, so, I, yeah. So don't do it. Keep it into the fantasy world and stuff like I that. I think what you're talking don't about is like they, they just like going like, oh, I'm going to the march today. I'm going, oh, this will be fun. I'm going to go march and sing some songs. and chant. Oh, there's Muslims here. Hey, that's nice. Okay, Muslims. Yeah. I like Muslims. And that's the end of it. Right. That's as far as it goes. Yeah. They don't think it through. They don't think about because uh, a lot of it, you know, I, I say like they talk about Islamophobia and for the large part, a lot, Islamophobia is a myth. I mean, the only evidence of I've seen it recently was the, uh, the French Canadian uh, killing some Muslims in Quebec. <laughs> And and, yeah, and I'm not so sure about that whole thing. You know, I know there's some uh, there's some iffy things about the story, and that there always is with some of these shootings. You know, like, as soon as they reported, there may be two gunmen, maybe three, and it's almost always one. But then again, you never know. Well, the guy ran off, and they they reported two, and then somebody confessed, and then somebody got let yeah. go, and and you're like, well, I, I don't know what the fuck's going on here. Dylan Roof yeah. was a simple one, you know what I mean? Like, that, that, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. There wasn't anything complicated there. Like it's a weird haircut, 
a dazed look in his eye. I'm a psycho, and uh, I was here to kill black people. Okay, got it. <laughs> and and when you see those opening uh, statements like, at his trial, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so, but when you got yeah. uh, a very politicized uh, uh, government, like uh, well, I mean, uh, uh, news media with uh, Canada and 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 the whole uh, the poison of PC thinking. It's not hard to be suspicious of some of these things like that because they've been dying for something like this. Yes, yeah, you know, yeah you're for very so right. So long, because it reminds me of uh, back when they had the shooting at the Batman movie, and uh, Brian Ross of ABC News immediately apparently went on Google and punched. They got the guy's name, so he punches it in with Tea Party, and I uh, found a guy with the same name who was a uh, president of a local chapter of the Tea Party, whatever it was called on Facebook. And uh, we we can't confirm it, but this may be the same man, you know. Well, for the for the first you know, for, to begin, why would you do that? <laughs> what what about this? Because they wanted to have the narrative that these people are violent and crazy. And here you go. Here's one of them. He shot a bunch of people oh. at, at a at a Batman movie. I don't know and, what and, Batman and has I to do. I don't remember that, which but. Batman it was, but they just like if they it does, truth doesn't matter. If they could just get it floated out there really good one yes. time. You know, then maybe their attractions don't matter so much because, you know, there's still some percentage of the people who heard that and then they went to bed. Yeah. But this one was so bad because it was so it became pretty obvious. And quickly they had to just drop it like a turd in the bowl. Yeah. Because, uh, <laughs> but somebody, because it was pretty I it was pretty bad on them. I you know? bet you somebody was like, yeah, that was the tea party that did that, you know. Yeah. And, and yeah. Uh, it, it's it's really it's really fucked up and in in Canada it's extra bad because they've shown they can suppress the news and they have no problem with it and the, and the, the news yeah. wants to be suppressed it's like a fucking like they're very submissive to the government and very yeah, yeah i read the most right wing newspaper article about that law that they're making you know where you can't criticize islam and uh, yeah. it's like it's not binding what's the big whoop <laughs> it's just man they don't have a voice of reason up there at they all. have no concept of what they're you know because the idea of free speech is that the better argument should win so you and it's up to you to decide that <laughs> yeah you you know you leave that there so you know it's like whatever's on tv or something i decide if i want to see that or hear it or believe it yeah you know yeah but, but their idea is no i need to be you know i need my diapers changed <laughs> Why? No, that's the way they see it. They've got it all mapped out. What's offensive and what's not. And I still to this, I I don't know. I guess maybe I'll, I don't get what it is about Muslims that people want us to find so acceptable. You know, I'm not yeah. saying they're unacceptable at all. I'm just going, why is it that people bend over backwards so much? Uh, you know, the liberal. Well, I have a theory. Yeah. On, I have I, I have a theory on that one. Okay, which is when it comes to leftist thought is that uh, Islam, they see that as the faith of the third world. And the third world is, you know, the most oppressed by uh, the white Western civilization, you know, Christian imperialism and all that. Ah. Know, for the of the colonialism and whatnot. So, uh, so you know, and, and immediately, you know, they're mostly brown people, Pat. And, you know, they've suffered so much. And you don't even know what suffering is. You don't. And uh, the privileges that you have, you're not even aware of it. And, and yet they've suffered so much. So, for God's sakes, Give them a break. I don't even own a prayer mat, you know? Uh, <laughs> exactly. But, you know, that's a and, good point. And that also explains why they don't take them seriously, because uh, they're just like, ah, oh, these are just some uh, savages, basically. That It seems like they don't really worry that, like, oh, they're going to possibly set up Sharia law in a few towns here in the United yeah. States. 
they're kind of like, oh, these people, they're just like, they just have their little hats they like to wear. They're not an, you know. <laughs> well, that's how it starts. But then when they want more, they want more. And these, these people will give it to them. You know, you've seen that in Europe and what have you, you know, there's people in England's areas where, yeah, they should have Sharia law. It's, it's But, you know, you don't understand Sharia law is not just for them in their house. It's they demanded of everybody. So uh, your wife's going to have to wear the the hijab, you know, or she's going to get beaten. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, and, it, it, everywhere. Yeah, it, it's it's yeah. And right now it's the no go zone. So I guess they have those. Right. And you know, it, Sharia law. It's like a cancer. And you know, not only that, but they have these like they're trying to encourage German women to wear the hijab. Yes. Which you know is like, God, what. I'm so glad I don't live in your, in like Sweden or, or France. Yeah. I mean, I, and, and that's the shocking thing there where, uh, you know, the, the rapes that happened and then the government was trying to cover it up because, oh, shit, this looks bad. Come on, Facebook, help us out. Yeah. Delete some of that shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, I understand. Sure, we'll get on that. But, of course, you can't stop something like that. And then uh, some of the advice for some of the women that were, you know, it's like, hey, I, I don't like getting raped. So, yeah, well, you see, <laughs> your, bl- your blonde hair is exotic to them. They haven't seen that. So you might want to dye it brunette. Mm. Mm. So you won't be as sexy. That's the old adage of, well, honey, look how you're dressed. And the way you dress, while, while we're talking about that, switch to some darker colors, you know? Uh, yeah. Don't go yeah. out alone. Maybe wear a hat or something, even something that covers your face. Go out and How, how about a big old tarp with a slit in it for eyes? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you there. They call it a burka. You're like a little you black ghost. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no rape. <laughs> yeah. It's, 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 I'm little by little. That's what people don't understand. It's incremental, and it's they've, they've made yeah. grown with leaps and bounds. There's something about if you don't have a certain amount of population fertility or something like that. We probably watch all the same stuff. You've seen it. If it goes beneath a certain yeah. level, then you can't recover from it. And right. and nobody, we don't have kids the same way we used to. So yes. you know, but you know, Muslims, they have like 31, 32 kids per woman. Right. They just crank them out like a fucking kinko. <laughs> Well, I could say uh, certain creatures, but I probably shouldn't. <laughs> you know, but yeah, it's true. I mean, uh, you can't compete with numbers. So if you've got the numbers and uh, and and they're all believing in some sort of cult, <laughs> and uh, you, your life is meaningless because you're not even human to them, uh, that's not gonna that's not gonna end well. All you can say is thank God we'll be dead by then. You know? Yeah, we can hope. Yes. There's something about a life expectancy. It's really started to like. Be a comfort to me, you know. Yeah, forty-six. Yeah. I probably got, you know, say thirty-three more years. Yeah, about there. I'm forty-six too. So there you go. Yeah. I mean, I, I think so. we can hold it off another thirty years. Yeah, possibly. Because um, I mean, because uh, I would think about, you know, well, something big. Well, something big did happen, and uh, well, after nine eleven, well, this country was on a war footing for about a year. And then we started worrying about the PC problems. I mean, right off the bat, they were telling them, you know, don't fire on mosques. That'll piss them off. <laughs> That's <laughs> how we know, got into this and, shit to begin with, you know. I know. <laughs> so, and the worst part of it, there was actually an incident in the Iraq war where there was some Marines who died because they couldn't, they, they were under orders not to return fire because the guys that were shooting at them were in a mosque. Oh. You know, I mean. Uh, that's unforgivable. I think so. Uh, if you're over that, there, you got to be ready to shoot uh, where the fucking shots are coming from. 
Yeah. And I mean, and that was Bush's time. So when uh, Obama got in, you know, the rules of engagement probably got even worse. Oh, it's like double don't shoot now. Yeah. They had to confirm that they had a weapon, even though they fired at you. But you can't return fire until you can see someone with a weapon. All this crazy crap. Uh, I will say this, though. Obama did. Uh, you know, he killed some innocent women and children. You know, uh, his, yeah. his, his drone, his drone aim is not all that great. And uh, they talked about how surgical that was, but yeah, he he killed a lot of innocent uh, Yemenis and Pakistanis, and and and, and very little outcry for that, you know, because uh, I'm glad he did. At least he did that, you know. Yeah. But because uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. look, that's the way war is, you know. You don't like it, well, surrender. Yeah, you know, I'm willing to hear your your surrender cries. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but uh, that's how wars end: victory or surrender. This this police business is bullshit. Right. You know, there's a red line. I'm drawing a red line. Uh, yes. Well, <laughs> I'm all right. Forget it. Yeah. 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 I couldn't get it clear. Uh, you can't talk big if you got to run shit through Congress. You know what I mean? That's like, I'm going to kick your yeah. ass if you step over that line. And then they do it. And you go, honey, uh, where's my fighting shirt? You know? <laughs> I mean, the obvious incompetence right there. And uh, just no, don't, don't look at that. You know what, Obama? That's, you know what, uh, Obama? got? You know, I'll tell you where, where he lost me. Was when the you know and and liberal people hate the word Benghazi because they don't know what the fuck yeah. happened there and they just go oh that again come on yeah Benghazi. I never even knew the guy <laughs> Osama Benghazi <laughs> well uh, when, when it got attacked he actually is you know they 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 told us it was that movie they said it was the innocence of right. Muslims it was a problem and and to me like when you know that's not what it is. You intentionally lie. It was a planned attack. And, uh, you know, yes. and then he went to the U.N. and said, uh, the, the movie is not compatible with American values. I know. No, it is. <laughs> that you, it's a satire. That it's, it's exactly our values, you fucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the guy who made it, I think he was one of those Coptic Christians, and, the, and they were practically exterminated by those guys. Yeah. And, uh, you know. He's got an axe to grind, and, you know. I know. I kind of understand why he did it, uh, but yeah, that was total bullshit. And when you put it in the context of t today, where uh, the, uh, everybody these assholes who shit all over Trump for uh, showing the wife of the uh, of the dead uh, soldier who just died in that Yemen uh, attack, uh. and he was paying tribute to her and all that, and and it was like, oh, how could you be an idiot? Let yourself be used by Trump, uh, you know? And and I, I mean. It, it, that's not the first time a president's done something like that. Because if he hadn't done it, then people would be bitching about him that he didn't. You know, it's just. It, and it's, I mean, it, I can't believe it's even a conversation that we have to say. I know. Yeah, well, I can because how she bad it's been. a fucking thank you from the fucking president uh, during his yeah. uh, speech to both houses of Congress. Fuck off. You know. Yeah. Some things are just okay, and, and you need to shut yes. up. Bill Maher is not right about everything. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's an understatement. <laughs> That's hard to get through, isn't it? <laughs> Let me tell you, Michael Moore Bit is not omniscient. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Well, he, he, I know he looks the size of omniscience, but... Uh... <laughs> He's the fucking worst, man. He, I've never seen such a nauseating person on my fucking screen yeah. before. Yeah, seriously. He makes me want to uh, just, like... Like, I want to fucking drag him further out of the ocean... So that he dies forever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, he was one of those that uh, when they decided that uh, Trump was uh, going to kill all the Muslims, I guess, or what have you, <laughs> he went out in front of the Trump Tower to hold his sign, 
I am Muslim too. So, of course, I photoshopped it. I am not Charlie Hebdo. Which, because <laughs> that, had, that hadn't been that long since that had happened, where some guys were murdered over a fucking cartoon. Oh, God. You know, I, that's, I, I wish Trump would that. teach it in the first grade. Everybody draws Allah. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Get pissed. But, and that's the thing. Like, people like, I think it was Sarah Silverman, they say, you know, you shit on all kinds of religion and stuff like that, but why not, you know, Islam? And look what all it's doing. And finally, she, in a moment of clarity, she actually admitted, because I'm scared of what would happen. Yeah. It's and, the same reason yeah. you make fun of Asians and not blacks. Yes. <laughs> you know? It's called self-preservation. Funny's that's funny, right. but I got to get through this life. <laughs> But anyway, the, the thing of the uh, fuss up over Trump with the, the widow, uh, I, where was the outrage over, uh, like you said, where Obama just flat out lied about Benghazi? Here's some four people who died uh, under uh, a mission and, and a, a war that he caused. I, I still don't understand why we did the war with Libya anyway. And, uh, uh, I, that I don't know. I have no idea. You know, yeah, it just, all it did it. was fuck everything up. Because yeah. they, they used to like be kind of like a, a stopgap there, you know what I mean? Like they would, they, yeah. uh, there was that's part of what stopped all that flow into Europe. Yeah, it was, it well, was yeah, that port was, there in, in uh, Libya. Gaddafi was one of these filthy strong men that you could use the same because this is one of the arguments that works about you know the Iraq war. You say, well, they probably should have left it alone because uh, Saddam was a stopgap against Iran and all these other assholes. And you can use these people. And Gaddafi had been a serious problem back in the 70s and 80s. But after Reagan nearly killed him, <laughs> he, he was pretty quiet. Yeah. And, and then after the Iraq war, he got scared because he thought, uh-oh, this is it. The Americans have had it. And so he turned everything over. It turns out he had quite a mass, weapons of mass destruction program, too, you know. Yeah. Well, so that's and, uh, fine, he, you know. I guess... Uh... I got you know even a, even a broken watches right twice a day. I mean, like in that yes. he got to take his weapons and shit. But I still think it wasn't a good idea. I should have just left him alone, like you said. No, because he was he was harmless to us at that point. Yeah, you know, and uh, the the idea he gave well, uh, he was threatening to uh, massacre his people, and we had to act. Yeah, well, <laughs> uh, 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 but. Yes, but meanwhile, Assad actually did massacre his people, and you drew a red line, and then he crossed it, and you just well. Uh, I'd like to see you try to do that again. And then he did. And you just, well, I'm going to go play golf. I uh, went to and Congress uh, to get approval of Congress. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> he all, didn't need all it. Sudden he need, yeah, he thinks he needs that, you know. Uh, you know yeah, what? He's I, trying to. Douglas, I think we ought to just kill them all and let God sort them out. You know what I mean? Yes. I mean, every <laughs> damn one of them. I'm talking about Washington, D.C., by the way, not the Middle East. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Uh, it's like the uh, drain the swamp idea. Yeah. Is that uh, a lot of this is, I can't believe Trump uh, won. And I said, yeah, I get it, you know, because he was always this character and we've all known him for decades and all that. But uh, when you consider the full context of, the, I would give it like 100 years of, of, of Washington, D.C.'s history, uh, I'm not surprised at all. I'm surprised it hadn't happened sooner. Yeah, uh, because because uh, oh, but Trump is he's so crazy. He's his character, and uh, yeah, but as opposed to what? Yeah, the the other option was a criminal who committed crimes right in front of us and flaunted her her political class privileges. Yeah, uh, I you know I so they you know at this point I, I'd take a porn star over any of those guys. And before that, it was a guy who who you know he jizzed on some girl's dress. Uh, yes, <laughs> and then before that is some guy. The only reason we elected him is because he wasn't Dukakis. 
you know? <laughs> Christ. Uh, an actor? Everybody thought it was yes, crazy. Ronald yeah. Reagan, an actor, you know? Uh, yeah. and, and yet, he's... Uh, I, I think people got it all wrong. They got no sense of history, and and they, you know, hey, no, yeah, here's they, the thing about they, Trump. He's tall. He's 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 real tall. There you go. He's uh, six three. Wow. He's he towers yeah. over Obama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's important. But, but yeah, but the, a lot of the things is people don't understand what the job is, and uh, it's basically a managerial position. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, in the right. executive branch. And uh, as long as he can do that, I don't really give a shit what jokes he tells. Yeah. <laughs> or how, how bad his hair is or whatever, you know, all this irrelevant nonsense. I imagine he's like pick up the phone going, buy, uh, sell. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's like, uh, let's see, who was that? Oh, yeah, Gavin on his show was saying you know, the, the, the optimal president would be some old Japanese guy. Whenever they ask for money for this or that, he just says, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and that's true. Yeah. That would, Learn to that would, say no. No. <laughs> it's not so <laughs> final. <laughs> now, the president, you do need him, like, go, like, the way he does, going around to these whistle stops, you know, and telling his big yeah. speeches and shit. He's still campaigning, for Christ's sake. And, and, and it makes everybody feel good. Yeah. And they, well, it's also, it, I mean, make people feel good about being American. I think that's important. Yeah. Everybody feels yeah. good about being an American if you're fucking president. I mean, after eight years of after eight years of apologizing and learning to grab our ankles yeah. <laughs> and uh, things like that, yeah. Uh, yeah, you can understand why that comes across as a breath of fresh air. Yes, but you know, because I mean, the whole thing was you can go about Hillary's crimes, you can look at the incompetence of uh, of Obama and uh, some of how we'd say crimes, uh, but Trump said pussy, Pat, and uh, we just can't have that. Yeah, he did say that. Yeah, you know. And then uh, people just lying. He was basically endorsing sexual assault. No, man, you. Can't, I heard the damn we, tape. We've we got a media that is so give them an inch and they'll take a mile. You know, I mean, yeah. They any little kernel, and that's the new stuff. Like he says, you know, illegal immigration. He says that immigration. Look, your wife's an immigrant. Yeah, I know they are, they, yeah. He says that. He says, you know, the the fake news is the enemy of the country. What the news media is the enemy yeah. of the country? It's like they always <laughs> well, they're they're hard of hearing, you know. Yeah, well, I don't think so. <laughs> I think that's deliberate. <laughs> well, and surely uh, not, uh, uh, Douglas. Take that back. <laughs> <laughs> I refuse to recant. Um, but yeah, but th this is part of the thing about the uh, Chris. He's so silly. He's on Twitter all the time and all that sort of thing. And yet, but yeah, but you're engaging it. So why don't you just ignore it? Yeah, Ed, you're sitting on Twitter all the time, and you also are a dumbass. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it, there's there's tons of these examples of different reporters, and you look at their Twitter feeds, and there's just, they're, 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 and they're, you know, he's a piece of shit and all that. Yeah. <laughs> That's not an objective reporter. I have never seen, yeah, I've never seen uh, the phrase piece of shit in Trump's Twitter feed. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That'd be great, though. CNN, you, you piece of shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, because that, that's the enjoyable part of just how he just stirs them up, you know, and then they can they fall over themselves. Because, I mean, look, if this is their strategy for the next four years. They've just reelected him. Yeah, you know? it's true. I they mean, something down really, every he would have to really. Said. Right. They would. I mean, he would have to really screw up something terrible for it to go that south because all this. 
you know, uh, trumped up stuff. That's <laughs> you know, because I mean, they keep going on about the Russian thing and making it seem like they actually found evidence of collusion. But no less than NBC News itself had to admit, yeah, there's really no evidence of collusion. Uh, Try it. And that's it. Yeah, we don't get to just make shit up uh, yet. Yeah. That's uh. Because, I mean, we know what we know, and you're trying to figure this out. So what exactly did they do with the Russians to get Hillary defeated? Well, let's see. We've managed to basically give an educated guess that they were the ones who got the emails from Podesta. Well, all right, why is that significant? Oh, right, because if you read them, it proves that the DNC is a bunch of backstabbing, lying bastards. <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know? it certainly does. Yeah, it does. Because otherwise, and, and it, it's it makes completely you, useless. Also, makes you aware of her incredible weakness as a candidate. You know, and how right, you know, right. she has to have questions fed to her. You know, uh, by the DNC and again and the network. She's the whole thing. All, all that shit was very damaging, and it should have been. All they did was tell the truth. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, you know, uh, well, there were things coming out that I still say she's got some sort of health problems, you know, uh, if we haven't seen her now, so she's probably got plenty of time to rest. So, you know, she probably almost killed herself doing this campaign. What the hell is she going to do now? I mean, I don't care, yeah, don't but what's know. she going to do? Yeah, I have no idea. Hang out with and, Bill? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, no. Why don't you run for this something? This is the worst. <laughs> oh, God, Pat. You, man. If you'd have been there that night, uh, I mean, when I saw those returns coming in, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and, man, I got it then. For, fortunately, she passed out again, hit her head and all that. Yeah. And patch her up. You know, she couldn't go out there, but Esther had to go out there and kind of half-ass concede. Wouldn't but she even but... go out there and fucking No, see, I, I, I don't fast. think she probably couldn't walk, you know? I, did you, so, she think she was that tired? I think she's sick. I mean, yeah. you know, there was just too many incidents of that, and then that collapse we saw with the at the limousine or the the truck, or you know, yeah, the nine eleven day, yeah, yeah. So, I think there's something to that, and then some of the emails, like from Uma Abedin, was like she was questioning other people. Did she seem to to understand what you were saying? Stuff like that, and some of that, I was like, what the hell is this? You know, what? Was like, <laughs> yeah, she like she understand was, what you were saying, right? That's she was trying to clarify. Question. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because she had that incident where she had the fall, and they, they, and then they talked about the blood clot and all that, and then it, you don't really get a lot more information about it. Uh, and, and then there were stories about the hospital that treated her got a huge whopping donation from the Clinton Foundation. <laughs> so, wow, yeah. I mean, I kind of have to wonder if that was hush money. Let's keep this between us, you know? Yeah, got yeah. Every sentence she said for two weeks ended with with Cubby or something, you know what I mean? Like she had some kind of yeah. weird fucking tick or whatever. That one time she was I my wife said, oh, she's just trying to be like, you know, kind of fun and shit. But I don't know, man. She looked like I, she was out of her fucking mind. Remember those balloons came down? <laughs> And she became yeah, mesmerized. It, yeah, it had this weird look like she was having some kind of seizure. Yeah, exactly. But but I don't. Yeah, I just don't know. She did have the cough. Uh, you know, she just couldn't. She just couldn't get rid of it. Cough was hilarious. Yeah. People applauded <laughs> all the way through it. Yes, that's how easy it <laughs> was. Speech you ever gave. Yeah, Trump had to actually say hear... things, outline policies. People go, he's not even saying anything. She yeah. coughed, standing <laughs> ovation. <laughs> But uh, I mean, but overall, when you look at the the two sides, there just really was no contest there. I mean, as he can go on about Trump and you know he's silly and all that, but uh, well, what has he done that's so bad? I don't know. You know I, I have no idea. Everybody's dead set on it, and I have yet 
to see what it is. When you ask people yeah. to go, are you kidding? Are, are you kidding? Do you know yeah. uh, Jim David? The, he's a comedian, mm. a gay comedian. He's like, are you serious? Are you? When you ask me that, are you are you serious about that? Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, but the Bidens now. I'll tell you that. Have you been watching that story? One no, of, I haven't. One of the you know the the Biden kid dropped dead. Uh, brain, oh yeah, brain cancer. Brain cancer. Yeah, left yeah. left a widow behind. Well, she's fucking his brother now, who's married. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's like, look, I gotta have something in this life. Get out of the Oh jeez. Wow, yeah, they're that's together like an now. Of, they're a couple. Wow, that's like an episode of Dallas. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <They> just, <laughs> well, uh, they, I think there's something in the Bible about you got to take care of your brother's widow. So. That's exactly what I said. It's the, it's the Bible. You you are supposed yeah. to like you get that wife now. I think you're supposed to keep taking care of your actual wife too, though. But yeah, I don't think you're supposed to sleep with. But her, if she's going to be a but, bitch uh, about it, then you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, honey, you weren't putting out. Hey, look, I, so, I had my brother's wife, and I had an obligation. There, there you go. You know, See, the whole time he was dying of the fucking brain cancer, they were probably, like, right on deck. Oh, my God, you think so? Yeah. Be good. yeah, they're making out over his fucking barely alive body. Ah, oh, jeez. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's all speculation, by the way. Yeah, no yeah. Wow, poor Joe Biden. Huh? Yeah, uh, well, the funniest moment... Was when right towards the end of the campaign, when the uh, Anthony uh, Weiner computer it turns out had been seized by the FBI, and they found some of Hillary's <laughs> emails on that one, oh. and they were talking to Joe Biden about that, and he said, "Well, they, they found some on Anthony Weiner's computer." And he's like, "Oh God!" <laughs> <laughs> A little candid. Yeah, <laughs> that bastard. <laughs> That was a real. I couldn't plot. think of a more perfect ending to the campaign <laughs> than that. Yeah. Oh God! <laughs> I'll meet you at Anthony Weiner's computer. Yes. <laughs> oh God! Brought down by Weiner again. Poor Hillary. Yeah. <laughs> she just <laughs> Weiner had always been the bane of her life. Other Weiner guy. Here it is. Yes. <laughs> Do you think that had a lot of impact? No, no, not really. I think it's just uh, the whole thing overall, especially. I mean, look, the FBI had her dead to rights. That's just like I said, it's political class privilege that she didn't get indicted. Yeah, you know, because that that he goes through that whole list. He knew what he was doing, but for some reason, he just didn't have the spine to take it. He could have just said, "Yeah, I'm leaving it up to the attorney general, and leave it on her," and it would have been blatantly obvious. If he did, already is that she's corrupt. Uh-huh. You know, she's meeting with Bill on the plane and all that crap. And uh, there was no way in hell she was going to indict Hillary. I don't care what they had. Yeah, that's true. And so that's be like giving you know, the keys of the White House to Trump directly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, but I mean, it was just you know, for everybody who's, oh, come on, let's get over that. There's really nothing there. They they didn't indict her, so there's nothing there. And all that. Well, explain to me the server. I mean, right off the bat, there's the there's the crime right there. This sounds you like know? some and talk radio from January, doesn't it? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it just yes. occurred to me we're doing a lot of election talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's well, and it's fascinating, but like uh I I'm concerned that like uh has nothing changed? I mean, uh where well, are we at? Uh, now? For 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 a certain part of the population, no. And uh they're going to be stuck on that for 4 years. How about Jamie Kilstein? Jamie Kilstein. You know about Jamie Kilstein? I'm afraid not. Enlighten me. You know Jamie Kilstein the comedian? 
It does sound familiar. But he, I mean, he's, he's, he's a he's a male feminist who uh, is also a vegan. <laughs> oh, okay. Yes, yes. Now I know who you're talking. He's about. everybody's okay. worst nightmare. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and he's like uh, he, he's the, he's the one who would he would sing songs on what's her name's show on MSNBC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He'd say like, uh, "Hey, how would you like it?" If you got cat called, you know, and he sets up this whole scenario where it's a guy walking down the street and you're kind of afraid of these women on the corner. And he's like, nice cock, you know, and he does it with this echo. And you're like, oh, God, man, you really don't you don't think that's accurate in any way. Oh, my God. He's he's really awful. He does a lot of uh, slam poetry instead of jokes. Oh, which always God. makes me mad because that'll always work somewhat. You know, it just fucking disgusts me. Well, when you're in that artsy fartsy mood, back when I was in art school and stuff, yeah, there was a lot of things like that, mm-hmm. and it, it has a certain power draw to it. Yeah. Uh, so there is some of that, but there's not a whole lot to it, and uh, I don't understand how this guy can call himself a comedian. Yeah. Because <laughs> slam poetry is rarely funny. Yeah, it's rarely funny. It's it's it was it was rarely tolerable, and it's rarely seen anymore, <laughs> for Christ's sake. But uh, yeah. look, fuck him. Uh, he now is in big trouble. Because he was, a, you know, it used to be like there had to be some kind of allegation, you know, like uh, that you that you raped somebody, that you sexually assaulted somebody. Not anymore. These ladies have it now to where they just say, we don't like him. Some things happened. Uh, <laughs> manipulative something. Uh, predator, possibly boundary. We don't know. And then, like, he lost his label. He's off. The, she kicked him off the show. He left the show. Wow. It's a uh, citizen radio, whatever. It's 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 really nuts yeah. how how little information we need to convict now. Yeah, you see now. Obviously, I, I don't like the guy, but I I don't agree with him being destroyed over something I don't even know what happened. And uh, but the, the the definitions of sexual assault are such that I mean I think one of the like especially on the campuses where one incident was that if you lean in to kiss a girl and she turns her face at the last second, uh, you've committed a sexual assault. Oh, you got to be kidding! That can't be. No, I'm not kidding. I can't. I wish I could had the doc. You know, which one of the they would put up all these different rules. Yeah, of, of what consent is and all that. So if you start to kiss, so you're saying that if you kiss a girl and she turns her head at the last second, you catch her cheek. That's because that's sexual assault. Yeah, because so if you're she's coming obviously in, re- if you're coming in for a kiss and she starts to try to turn her cheek, you better grab her head and forcibly turn that back around. <laughs> Don't let your lips hit that cheek. <laughs> I mean. But, I mean, it's a lot of this. It's like when I called into the show and we're talking about Mattress Girl and that whole thing. Uh, you know? And so you can see how the definitions can change. And it, mostly that's just on the campuses. But now, it, it, you know, you it, you can use it to affect someone's career here. So who knows? Some girlfriend of his got mad at him and she's spreading shit. And dude, it's not even. And, they're not even saying physical anything. They're saying like you know, it's uh. He said something. He's he was he was emotionally manipulative. I, I had heard murmurs about this before. It's like all you have to be is just kind of a dick. Yeah. I mean, it's really funny. the The allegations are like uh, such non allegations. You see it on Twitter and stuff. I mean, the guy, okay. does, he's, he had some career or whatever. He's on television sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know, man. The, the whole thing is bizarre. 
but it, yeah, but it just goes to show that it, you can be so far and have all the badges of the social justice warrior crusade, and then uh, one of them decides to take you down, and that's it. It doesn't matter what you did for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll eat, they're, eat, no they're eating their own now. Yeah, you're watching this yeah. big uh, animal eat its own tail. Yeah. Yes, which is kind of cool. Well, yeah, because once in a while they have they have to realize they need to be consistent. So if one of their guys uh, did a joke they didn't like or something like that, that, that you know, if you, if you did it, they'll immediately crush you for it. Huh. But uh, if one of their lefty guys does it, well, you know, and most of the time they'll look the other way. You know, it's like this congressman made the joke about uh, uh, what's uh, Kellyanne Conway because she was kneeling on the couch and all that stuff. And, and he was suggesting she was giving blowjobs to all the guys in the office. And... Oh. Uh, yeah, so you know, and I, I I tweeted the mention of it, and then somebody tweeted me, yeah, but I thought Trump people were supposed to get the joke, and it's just a joke. Everybody, calm down. And it's just, yeah, the point is the double standard. Yeah, I mean, if, if a Republican did this, he, he he's finished. Trust me, we're not yeah. offended, and and Kellyanne Conway yeah. probably does suck a good dick. I mean, let's face it. Probably so. Yeah, I I could, I could look at her face and almost guarantee it. Uh, but you know, with, with, with this dude we were talking about, it's not even, uh, jokes. It's like, they can that's really, the thing, yeah. they can really just like say you did something and that's it. And, and, and take you out. And I think he just outlived his useful usefulness. I think, yeah. I think she was sick of him. She figured she can keep the show going without him. And she just like gave him the fucking boot. Goodbye. That's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what? Yeah. I think I can do better now. We need a little controversy. I mean, you know. It, but they should just say that. They should just say that I don't get along with him anymore, and that's it. It's, instead of putting out this mysterious, well, he's emotionally manipulative, like he's some sort of psychopath or something. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, it, it, but they like to put they like to put a stain on. So, and hey, maybe it's true. Who knows? I mean, I'm sure he is yeah, kind of a manipulative be. asshole. But like, you yeah. could just say he's kind of a manipulative asshole instead of talking about victims and shit like that. You know? Yeah. Like it's more serious than it. I didn't feel safe with him in the room. Yeah, <laughs> like you know, it's always uh, uh, like a, the the rape stuff and all that. It gets yeah. to a point where you just go, "Wow, you know, uh, I guess we're all rapists," is what it comes down to. Well, to, yeah, for the hardcore feminists, that's true. Yeah, they think. Uh, I, know, I remember back rape. in. Yeah, I mean, I think it was what's her name, Dworkin, or one of those back in the uh, Clarence Thomas thing. And they uh, they looked up a lot of her writings and stuff, and she was going on about rape, and it's impossible not for a man not to be a rapist unless he's gay. Uh, but I guess it's okay to rape men. He's right. And, uh, <laughs> it's a man. One rape. of her <laughs> one of her descriptions was that when a woman gives birth to a baby, uh, she's being raped by the baby. Yeah. Well, so <laughs> you better cuff him as soon as he comes out. <laughs> no. All right, baby face Nelson. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, yeah. women are the only innocent people on the earth, they're the, and they're the biggest victims too. You know, I feel so bad for them to keep to you're yeah. raped every time. It's yeah, fucking constant, really. Even when you're asking for it, even it's, it's terrible. <laughs> which you are, when, you know, you are. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Look, I, I sort of think there's really not anything that we can say to get us in trouble. You know, I mean, we've tried. Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but that, that whole thing is uh, like a it it, uh, it makes a mockery of what a rape actually is. You know, they're sitting there because a lot of that is you know she fucked a guy and then she kind of afterwards is like, well, I wish I hadn't done that. 
And so that's rape, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, no, that's not rape. That's just stupidity yeah. and, and booze. It's called regret, which is life. Yeah, that's the way. <laughs> it's called, you probably just fuck Pat Dixon if you regret it, you know? <laughs> but uh, you're right. A real rape culture would be Saudi Arabia, you know? Right, right. Those kind of places over there. The Congo. Yes, where you're bought and sold. You're just property. Yeah, I mean, that's... Right. Uh, I mean, that's, and that's that, another thing that, brings us back to the bizarre attitude of the left because you even got uh, Hersey, Ian Hersey, that woman who uh, she used to be a Muslim and uh, then she she's an atheist now and she's a big uh, critic of Islam and she and it's all these universities in the states were just we don't want her here and she was another one that get banned and all that and this is a woman who that she went through one of the, that uh, ritual called Sunna where they uh, cut off the clitoris. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah. And that's once so, it's gone, it's gone. It's gone. They can't because, reattach you know, thousands of nerve endings. It's gone. No. Yeah, exactly. And that's, you know, and uh, what kind of culture would do that? Well, I'll tell you what kind. A, mis a misogynist one. That's what misogyny really is. And if you want to fight misogyny, you need to go to the Middle East. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's where it is. And because uh, they don't want the, because uh, it's, hey, we don't want it to become a whore. And we must re remove her from the sin of sexual lust. And that will do it. Oh, wait a second. This kind of, wait, that kind of makes sense, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they, it would lower their expectations, you know, and they'd be like, yeah, yeah. that was some great sex, you know. I mean, I didn't come, but that's impossible. Don't have a clit, you know, so. <laughs> yeah, but there's, yeah, there's, what's in it for her? <laughs> It's just a hole now. Yeah. Well, we can still make babies, you know? How about that? Yeah, that's, that's important. And boy, do they. So there they go. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, good old Islam, huh? Good old Islam. Yeah. We'll all be that someday. You know, let's face it. Yeah. They told us. I, I see them on the videos on YouTube. Your daughter will be will, will many a Muslim man and all that kind of shit. You know, they, they make yeah. it very, very clear. That we're all going to be doing it, you know. So uh, I, we will be dead. You and I will be dead. But yeah, do you have any kids or what? Uh, not that I know of. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank God, because <laughs> that—that's th the thing. Is that sometimes I would think oh, I should have done that, you know, and all that. But then again, this—I <laughs> just—I don't know. I, I think I would be uh, having a nervous breakdown every day, worrying about you know what the world is going to be for them because. Uh, uh, other than the uh, the the current uh, uh, the like millennials that join the military that they've got their head screwed on straight, but uh, so far <laughs> it's a lot of snowflakes. Yeah, man. So I don't know if they have what it takes. Yeah, when their great work uh, comes, you know, it's going to be a different kind of deal. But I, I they worried about the environment. I, yeah. I can't get worried about the environment if everything they say is true. The worst case scenario is uh, that the water is twenty feet higher. In like uh, two millennia, okay. So it's yeah. uh, I just don't give a shit what happens half an hour after I'm dead. You know what I mean? I know. Uh, me and my wife are both dead. You can do what you want with this fucking planet. And I and why yeah. would we get? Look, there's a long time. That if you burn all the fossil fuel, it's ten thousand something called gigatons or something like that. Yeah, somewhere along the line. Yeah. Yeah, they burned nine of it in 2010. I think we're all right. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're we're not going to see the end of that. Uh, and I mean, a lot of the 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 the, the science of the uh, the greenhouse effect and all that it had some pretty sound uh, uh, theories there, 
uh, when, when they changed it to climate change, which is going to be the dumbest thing. Of course it changes. It's supposed to. We'd be in a lot of trouble if it didn't. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's one of the stupidest things. And then a lot of the predictions, uh, by now, where I'm living in Louisiana, I'm underwater right now, Pat. Uh, the, the, the sea level had risen <laughs> by, by year 2000, and so I drowned. See you so I'm a dead man. Uh, you're speaking to my ghost. As I'm under, I mean, you know, when your predictions and your your prophecies of doom don't come true, I stop believing in them, and uh, that's uh, what happened. Because there's there's there, there's not, there's not a majority support for uh you know the cult of climate change. Boy, they really make it sound like it is fucking unanimous, though. Yeah, I know. All and, the and scientists, even that, you're gonna contradict all the billions of scientists <laughs> to say it's true. And what are they saying is true? That's what the you break that down. It's getting warmer. It's real. <laughs> yeah, I, and I wish it were, were getting warmer. Uh, that would be good because uh, a, a massive human deaths happen in the cold. Uh, in the in the warmth, you have more vegetation. That means more food. Uh, you know, it'd nope. be better. A white jacket walking around in February and March with like, I mean, I don't mind it a bit. I'm fine with it. You know, I don't give it. Yeah. I mean, like I said, we we might as well have some sunshine on the way out. All yeah, people, what the hell? They give a, if they give a shit about all the climate change, they should stay inside on a nice day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, but then running your, running your air conditioner, uh, that's contributing to the problem. Well, then let's see you get rid of it. I wish you know? I wish my air conditioner was hooked up to a gas pedal that I could, like, fucking goose it, you know, and make it... Cool. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, but not from Mother Earth. And you know, Gore, he's on this fucking, he's on a jet flying around, you know, from place yeah. to place talking about the environment. That thing's not eco-friendly. What is that? No. Is that a solar-powered jet? <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting on that thing. <laughs> and it's him, and then, of course, most of uh, what makes the news for climate change is uh, people like Gore and uh, movie stars and rock stars. You know, uh, that's not science. Uh, so. <laughs> that's not science, yeah. What Gene Simmons <laughs> says, I take with a grain of salt <laughs> by the environment. <laughs> well, what was it? Leonardo DiCaprio. That's what he. That was his big crusade. Oh, him? Okay, yeah. I'll listen to. I'll listen yeah. to Leo. He's got a good head on his shoulders. You know, uh, yeah. he knows. Well, he's a retard and a drug addict in his movies. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but he fucks supermodels, so you can't say that. He's rich, man. <laughs> yes. I guess, so okay. there you go. So he's doing better than me. Okay, great. But <laughs> that doesn't mean he's read anything. I haven't read anything. Like, I, I, I literally, the other night, I Googled environment, worst case scenario, and, and, and I was like, that's it? <laughs> that's a hundred fucking years before we get, fuck this. Yeah. You people are crazy. They try to say that's the most pressing issue of the day. <laughs> really? I know. That's our most threatening, uh, more than terrorism. <laughs> that's the biggest threat we're facing. And you're not taking it seriously, yeah. Pat. I don't the, theft the way of, you're laughing at that, we'll see who's laughing in 100 years. <laughs> the theft of our language, the changing of, of, of everything, yeah. the meanings of words, the you know, all-out lying. No, it's this shit that's happening so incrementally, <laughs> it's impossible to see. Yeah. Just take my word for it. Yeah, I mean that was one of the things. Like when Obama came in, his three big goals was uh, the health care, uh, the card check with the unions, and cap and trade. And uh, he only got health care. He shot his wad on that because uh, even Democrats, he had to bribe them to get their votes. 
But uh, cap and trade was where they created this commodity out of thin air where you would have to uh, buy carbon credits in order to be okay to pollute, <laughs> which I, I don't understand how that, that lowers the temperature. But <laughs> I, I guess the idea was that they would buy, they would plant trees with the money or oh, some right. shit. It would generate some income for the government, you see. That's, the, that's, that's what it was, yeah. <laughs> oh, they were just, you know, creaming their panties over that. And they, damn it, they couldn't get it. Sort of like Bitcoin, except... We get all Except the money. It's not really worth anything. You can't spend it. Yeah. 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 It's just because that's the thing. It's a and that's part of what. What I say, the the government's a protection racket. So if you can pay uh, into it, uh, and you're at the top, like uh, you know, like people like Bill Gates and what have you, uh, you can pay it, but your competition can't, and that's how they protect you. And they also protect you from them, you know, like the mob does. Yeah. And so, so with something like cap and trade, you would have enough credits, and then you can even sell your credits to other people. But the, that's the way the system works now. Uh, you, you, you're exempt from certain uh, taxes and fees and regulatory fees and stuff like that, whereas the rest of us aren't, and you can pay into it. Well, you know what I find charming about Trump is that that meatloaf, he, he, he talks about that White House meatloaf being so good. You know what? That's a, <laughs> he's a good American. A good American's like meatloaf, Douglas, don't you think? Yes. I've seen him eat uh, that. I've seen him eat uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken ah. and uh, tacos. Uh, Taco bowls, just, you know, hamburgers, you know, yeah, like a real American. Yeah, he, he eats like a real guy. You know, I, I, I have a feeling he could order something fancy off a, a French menu someplace. Prefers yeah. not to. He's no, just, Chris Christie and I are having the meatloaf. <laughs> he orders for that fat fuck <laughs> because that's what I figured he wanted. I mean, come on, bad, look at it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't want him to go hungry. You know, I didn't want to be embarrassed like that. So I figured, hey. What am I going to feed that fat fuck? That's right. You know, his, 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 uh, his mother was, uh, you know, Eastern European descent. His father was meatloaf. <laughs> Made meatloaf. Yeah, I mean, Melania, she likes that fancy crap, but, you know, I don't. We're in America now, Melania. That's, uh, we're going to eat uh, cheeseburgers and fries. That's right. You're going to eat it. She'll do. I get the feeling she would do anything to make the president happy. Yeah, I think so. I think he finally found his true soulmate. I mean, that was the deal when he ordered her and had her brought over, you know. Yes. He, you know, looked in the catalog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take that one. That is good. Uh, I got to trade Marley in for a new one. Here's something interesting. <laughs> tell me what Tell me what you think of this. They had a, a signs up from the ACLU posted up on, like, uh, you know, polls and shit. And it was saying yeah. that you may be a victim of uh, organized stalking by law enforcement <laughs> groups and shit. <laughs> That's how liberal New York is. They police the fucking, you know. <laughs> They're blatantly putting out their little dragnet. Let's get enough uh, people in the seats that we can have a class-hatching lawsuit. Yeah. Uh, because <laughs> that, so they can indoctrinate them and tell them, yes, did that cop look at you funny? I think so. There you go. Did he make a lot of noise near your work? Yeah. No. Did you hear a siren? Are you sure? <laughs> I guess <laughs> you're right. It's all feel. about the money. Yeah, a little class action lawsuit. Yeah, I, yeah. I never figure shit like that out. I just go like, that's weird that they think that. Oh. <laughs> that's the name of their game. Yeah. That's what they do. Fundraising. Yeah. They're sort of like the Southern that's Poverty a- Law Center, I guess. They fundraise a lot, but they don't do anything. Same they thing. Don't help yeah. anybody. All they do is sit there, and they're, they're like... The ultimate SJW sitting on a chair going like, racist, oh, yeah. you're a racist. And they, yeah. Anybody they don't like. Now, 
Yeah, Pat, here, he, we here at the Southern Poverty Law Center want to inform you that Ben Carson is a racist. Well, I'll be damned. I didn't know. Yes, I know. You, you get confused on account of his skin color. Well, I died. I did. I did. Don't fool you. That's right. Yeah, that's what they do. I mean, they, he was on one of their lists of, really? of racists. Yes. Well, I know that men's rights activists are considered a hate group. Yes, <laughs> well, yeah. Because they want rights. That's uh, uh, any, odd. Anything opposed to the Democratic Party is a he's a hate. Is a fucking so. hate group. Yeah, you you'll probably find your name on their list too at some point. I would have uh, nothing would make me more proud. <laughs> the badge of honor. Yeah, I hope to get big enough to where they give a shit what I say. <laughs> this Pat Dixon must be stopped. He's, and then suddenly your, your numbers are huge. Exactly. <laughs> Even huger than they are. Yeah. It's huge. <laughs> That crime report's been doing pretty good because I've been putting more, you know, I got an extra little compound media thing up and, you know, Joe Zito specials going up on the Tuesday. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to break yeah, I saw that, that day without like having to ask them for it. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. I saw that one where I, cause I'd heard the story before, you know, and it's just the unbelievable <laughs> business of there he is. He's all stabbed by this maniac and there's the cops at the window. <laughs> Yeah. Is it okay to come in now? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I hate to laugh because a poor bastard. Ah. I mean, what a horrific event, you know? And I just, God damn. This fucker got stabbed seven times. They thought he was going to die. He got the knife away from him. And uh, and then they're yeah. like, uh, all right, we'll take it from here. Next thing you know, <laughs> they're getting the key to the city. Yes. And he's almost dead in a fucking hospital room. He was just like, wow. But uh, yeah. And then this, he, the he mentions come the out. Yeah, yeah, and he mentions the one guy who actually did help him, and he said saved his life probably. Uh, no mention of that guy. <laughs> no, no mention of uh, Douglas is the guy's name. It's a, yeah. I, Frederick Douglas, I think. But uh, no, Douglas <laughs> MacArthur. Frederick Douglas isn't he dead by now? <laughs> I really don't remember the guy's name. I should. Yeah, it was it was Douglas something, but it, it wasn't Douglas Nelson. So I don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they, they also had another guy that they made up uh, and said that he, he was another detective who came in and assisted, and he didn't. You know, We're talking about Joe Zito yeah. getting attacked on the train. Uh, it was a spree right. killer. The guy had already killed four people. He said, you're going to die, you're going to die. Uh, hits him with a knife. And meanwhile, the two cops are in the motorman's coach uh, dicking around instead of uh, coming out and taking <laughs> care of business. And it, it's really odd because NYPD, you know, normally they can't wait to shoot somebody. Yeah. yeah, they're nothing if not excitable, but uh, they were avoiding problems on this day. I guess he just had bad luck, and the only officers available were the two slackers, you know. And uh, and then, of course, uh, Mayor de Blasio immediately uh, wanted to, you know, uh, uh, champion these guys well, uh, well, as the well, heroes well, they were. Bloomberg are. at the time, yeah. Oh, it was Bloomberg yeah, at the still, time? Okay. Still Bloomberg, yeah. Writing it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was around the time he was trying to get everybody to drink smaller sodas. Yeah, that was his big campaign to save people from uh, diabetes. Like, hey, we're not all four foot one, Bloomberg. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us are are grown people, you know, with grown up bodies. He was short. <laughs> well, by comparison, I would say he was probably a better manager of the city than. Uh, than Blasio Incredible is. manager of the but, city. But, he did a great job. He was there for three terms, and uh, the only reason he started on all that soda shit is because he got around to it. 
Yeah. Did everything <laughs> he had else. the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got to have something to do. And he had billions of dollars. So he would just like, if, if nobody wanted to spend the money on something, he'd just go, fine, fuck it. He'd just pony up and, 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 yeah. and get it done. I, I, damn, that's <laughs> that's a guy who's he puts his money where his mouth is. He took the train. You know, he was much more of an everyman. He's not like, you know, de Blasio. I never see him on a fucking subway. His oh, his concession no. to uh, you know trying to be like an everyman is is going to the uh, the Y down in Park Slope. Yeah, get out <laughs> the Y instead of you know. I think most guys would be like, oh wow, uh, they got a gym at Gracie Mansion. Oh shit, this is awesome. I don't have to. This is not going to be inconvenient anymore. <laughs> not him. Yeah. He has fucking you know ostentatiously go down, waste time, and 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 work out at the same fucking place as if it makes any difference. Yeah. You think he's got any I, friends down there? The answer is well, no, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, you got to give him something. I mean, he, he managed to, to take a lesbian woman and turn her straight. Uh, you know, I haven't seen any proof of that, you know. I, <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think Sherlane likes cock. Wow. I don't think she does. I think, she, I think she's so, uh, into what think, she's into. You think... You think their kid, his son, was the the result of like a turkey baster or something like that? I think she just looked the other way, you know. And yeah, he's like, it won't take long, Sherlane. Okay. <laughs> he put it in, and he's like, I want to welcome you all to the Apollo Theater. <laughs> he rubbed the stump before he put it in there, and they came out <laughs> with a beautiful afro. I hope he's a masculine child. May you, may your first child have a masculine afro. And that's what yes. won him the election. Without that afro, yeah. he was fucked. Well, that and what brings us back to Anthony Weiner. I yeah. mean, if he hadn't, <laughs> if he hadn't had his little his little hobby there, mm. uh, he'd be mayor right now. He would. He would. He was way ahead. He was doing very well, and uh, yeah. he was an energetic guy, and uh, and he's a little too energetic. He's like a little Mexican <laughs> yes. jumping bean of masturbation. <laughs> and that's the weird thing. If you had to choose between Wiener and de Blasio, you'd probably pick Wiener, wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, de Blasio you know, is I mean, such a pandering shithead. But I think Wiener would have the, 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 the common sense to go, no, we need to keep the cops on our side, of course. Right, right. Because, I mean, because de Blasio's background, he comes from, he was a communist, you know? I mean, yeah. uh, that that's just that's just too far. <laughs> I mean, Wiener was probably, you know, just another crook. Not only knows uh, he's communist, he comes from communists. Like, his dad's a communist. His right, right. His brother's a fucking communist. His real name is Warner Wilhelm. Uh, <laughs> de Blasio has a, has a better, like, kind of, you know, Italian yeah. New York ring to it, I guess. <laughs> yes. He's a dick. He's just a dick. Oh, yeah. There's nothing he I just, like about him. He just lucked into it. And yet, one time I ran into him down, uh, uh, actually up on 72nd Street at Grace Papaya. And I'm like, can I get a picture? Oh, my God, the mayor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, there's a picture of me standing there with the mayor. I'm grinning from ear to ear, to ear like some kind of like, <laughs> like I'm meeting the Beatles or something. Yes. <laughs> oh, for shame. I know. I know. It's early in the term, but still. So you you probably had to take a rape shower after that. <laughs> you know, things <laughs> did start position. to not go my way after that. <laughs> the curse. Yeah. The de Blasio curse. Oh, well. Geez. So, 
how'd you get the uh, New York City crime report uh, going? When did you come up with that? I, 2011. It was that. It was that Lozito story that did it. I read it. I was like, this is exciting. Oh, oh wow. Okay. You know, and, and I'm a, a victim of, a, of an attempted murder along the way. I had a woman try to shoot me outside of an IHOP. Uh, Jeez. Yeah, back in 2004. Uh, wow. So uh, it was January 4th, 2004. I remember the date because uh, that's the day a woman tried to shoot me outside of an IHOP. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I guess you would remember. I, I attach it to that and I go, oh, yeah, I can remember. But uh, <laughs> a redhead and all that kind of shit and, and just a bunch of, you know what they say, red on the head, total fucking yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, anyway, I got interested in it that way. And so like, I thought that story was epic and should be a movie. That was Edo thing. I mean, so much blood on the subway. And there's... Yeah. I realized that there's just like a inexhaustible number of stories that, that are all fucking interesting and good. There's always a lady throwing a baby out of a window, uh, and, you know, <laughs> somebody cutting somebody's feet off or, you know, like somebody, uh, yeah. all kinds of shit happens. Somebody pushes somebody in front of the train and there's, there's a lot of humor in it and people like it, you know, cause it's like, uh, it's, it's all about a place where they're not for the most part. You know, it's only about New York city and people who live here get right. it on a different level. So it's kind of a, it's 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 good if you're here, good if you're not here. It's mostly just funny, and uh, people think I. I get, I get the guests lately have been pretty fucking good. I have to say. Yeah. And, uh, Gavin, uh, uh, was he? Uh, we just had somebody that was really. Oh, J.R. Havlin. He was a Daily Show writer. For, right. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. We did him a lot. And then the uh, the whole Cannibal Cop story. Oh, the Cannibal Cop! For God's sake! Yeah. 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 And, like we tried to. I think we finally got our opportunity to milk that one. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we wound up with Cannibal Cop dating game. And go, yeah, maybe we yes. covered the story sufficiently at this point. I almost compromised yeah. my integrity as a journalist. <laughs> right. So, uh, so uh, did that go well? I mean, is oh, well, she still around? Yeah, proud boy, uh, <laughs> proud boy girl. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Laura Loomer. Laura Loomer. Yeah, she hasn't yeah. gone on the date yet. We're supposed to shoot it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, no, okay. You know, she she said that she would feel safer that way. <laughs> uh, who are we to argue? You know, you signed a release, yeah. but you know we don't want anything bad to happen. He's a really nice guy. Gil's a great dude. I don't think I don't think he would kill and and eat somebody. I don't. Think, no, I don't think I he mean, would. I mean, they did look at him. So if there really was something to any of that, they would have found it. Uh, all it was was his. He just had these weird fantasies. Yeah, they. And that's about it. About as far up him as they could uh, with any yeah. kind of. So. Uh, you know, we're we're still doing the show on iTunes, and then it's also on Compound Media, where people can watch it there. CompoundMedia.com. It's on live on Mondays, and then we're also throwing up a supplemental. It's always more and more. There's so much great shit on that network. Anybody's not not already into oh, it, yeah. I know you are. Oh yeah, I signed up before it even went to air because that was back when the whole thing with Anthony getting fired, and I was just I was pissed off about it because it was just all so stupid. Oh yeah, really stupid. Uh, but. But in the end, uh, looking at it now, it's like, well, boy, he sure took that lemon and made lemonade with it because uh, he's got a lot of fantastic shows on. Thank there. God that stupid shit happened, you know, because like, <laughs> I know it's like uh, Talib Starks. He has the the the, the, the glorious uh, picture of the woman that slapped him. Yeah, he gives it. He gives it a little <laughs> kiss every day. Yeah, every time he. Just, I was <laughs> on his show today. Talib yeah, is that. so fucking fun. It is really getting to getting to be more fun. We're doing a lot more desk flying. I noticed, you know. And, yes. <laughs> <laughs> His background has gone from the uh, the asylum to the uh, the gun lodge I'll, now. I like that gun lodge a lot better. Yeah, especially with uh, Hillary on, mounted on the wall. <laughs> Do they have her mounted on the wall? Yes. Oh, 
<laughs> I said they should it's do like, a human head. I didn't ask. <laughs> that's great. It's Hillary in the background up on the, you know, uh, the antlers coming close out. Close enough, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At least she has a place of honor somewhere. Yeah. Well, hey, man, thanks for thanks for throwing me on here tonight. This has been fun. Oh, thank you. Thank you. When do you want to come back on? Let's go ahead and book you back on Crime Report. You want to see, do you have time for that? Yeah, sure. Let's do it. Uh, uh, how about the 21st? All right. Is that a Monday? I don't know. Let me check. March the 20. <laughs> that March might be 20th. important. Uh, All right. I'll, I'll talk to March you. March 20th. 20th. Yes, it is a Monday. March 20th is Monday. All right. Thanks, man. I'll talk to you later. All right, Pat. Thank you. See ya. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. All right. There's no night-night for now, but there is sort of night-night in this as night-night is a uh, a guest star, or rather just one of the ensemble in this story, uh, that details uh, the American Super Society, or better known as the ASS. <laughs> this is a little story I came up with some time ago and thought about doing a, a comic book version of it. Uh, but anyway, uh, we're going to fit it into the Night-Night universe, and uh, it was kind of a spoof on the idea that superhero comics began during uh, the World War II era, and a lot of them were sort of uh, the pro-war effort uh, propaganda a bit with uh, some of those, and they're always fighting Nazis and the Japanese and stuff like that. And uh, so that's what I was spoofing here. And uh, it, this story, as it unfolds over its chapters, it, it, it takes a, a lot from the uh, uh, origin story of DC Comics' Justice Society of America, which they actually did in the 70s. They didn't really have an origin story in the, uh, in the war years. So someone came back and redid it and showed how it all happened. And so that's the jumping off point for uh, this whole shindig. So it's uh, the ASS versus Al-Qaeda. We'll title it the ASS War on Terror. Do enjoy Chapter 1. And now it's time for the adventures of the world's greatest superheroes, the ASS American Super Society. At the beginning of the 21st century, America went to war against terror. And there were many missions during this war. Some of them were open in the public, but many were secret. And only now can their tale be told. This is the story of one particular secret special forces group known as the ASS, American Super Society, a secret organization of superheroes contracted by the US government to fight terrorism. And so, some time ago, in the White House, home of the President of the United States of America, the leader of the free market world, embarked on a daring new initiative. <laughs> Are you sure about this plan, sir? I'm about as sure as I'm sure that I'm sitting on my own two butt cheeks right now. I'll bet you the state treasury I'm right. You want to prove me wrong? Come here and prove me wrong. <laughs> no, no, sir, no, no. That's okay. Uh, it's just we have special forces for just this sort of operation. 
Are they special enough to fly and run at the speed of light? Besides, these weirdos are all private citizens. They screw up. We got total denial of plausibleness. Hmm, yes. Well, actually, one of these uh, choices you have here that's called Dr. Spectacular is actually an agent. But the rest are indeed civilian. Hmm, yes. You know, this plan is almost stupid enough to work, Mr. President. <laughs> Damn straight. <laughs> Later. Somewhere atop the rooftops of Cityopolis, we find the Night Knight. Oh, damn it. It's the night signal. And right when I need to take a dump. And a little later, at Cityopolis Police Headquarters, Night Knight smashes through the office of... Police Commissioner Whitman. Damn it, You wish to see me? Jeez! He nearly gave me a full-blown heart attack. But of course... Wipe that smirk off your uh, I mean your face. <laughs> With you, I can never tell the difference. And no, I didn't wish to see you. The people inside this room did. <laughs> you arrogant, ungrateful bastard. Why they want to see you, God only knows. Night-night enters the darkened conference room that is adjacent to the commissioner's office. And within, he finds three other colorfully clad individuals. The first is a man in a yellow suit with a lightning bolt design W emblazoned on his chest. He wears a mask and goggles. Next to him is another man in a suit that is half blue and half red with a yellow stripe running up the middle with a white star emblazoned upon his chest. He also wears a black mask and cape. And finally, next to him stands a raven-haired beautiful woman dressed in spandex shirt, wrapped in some sort of red girdle, and also black panties, which have two crescent moon shapes on either side. Also, two stars adorn her breasts, with a window in between. Above that, another crescent shape, and her mask also consists of two crescent shapes, and, well, I would go on describing her because she's pretty hot, but let's get on with the story. So, in walks Night-Night, and the yellow-clad man responds to him. Night-night? Huh, you're not exactly what I expected. But, uh, well, anyway, uh, my name's Whizbang. I'm the fastest man alive. I'm all the way here from San Diego. And I am Dr. Spectacular. I am from Cityopolis, though our paths have yet to cross until now. Uh, this charming creature beside me is my wife, Moon Maid. Uh, I have a voice, dear. Hi, yes, I'm Moon Maid. I'm from L.A. originally, but, you know, I get around. <laughs> Gentlemen and lady, please. This is all fascinating, if not somewhat disturbing. But the security of this great nation and that of the world is at stake. While you mingle among your spandex-clad selves. What the? No man speaks to night-night that way. Who the hell are you? My name is not important. What is important is that I'm here on orders from the President to recruit you superheroes for a special mission of global consequences. Wait a minute, pal. I don't take orders from nobody, least of all from some idiot who won't reveal his name. I see. Very well. My name is... Colonel Dick Rage. What? Oh, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> like I said, it's not important. What is important is the mission at hand. We're currently at war with a diabolical enemy bent on our total annihilation. A similar event happened years ago, so I'm going to give you a brief history lesson, so pay attention. A special group of talented individuals not unlike yourselves were contracted by the government to fight the Nazis back in World War II. This consisted of people like Future Man, Night Terror, and Phantasma, among others. It, it sort of worked out here and there. But apparently, we weren't quite done with the Nazis yet. It seems they did develop an atomic bomb, but the war ended before they could use it. So they hid it in the ruins of an underground Atlantean colony located below an Arctic wasteland. People, Bin Laden has found those ruins. Good lord. But of course, this story could turn out to be total bullshit. So I'm sure you can see our problem, you know. We, we can't risk scandal and wasting blood and treasure on some wild goose chase. So instead, we're sending you. So, good luck. <laughs> this is for yet. You can't fool me with foolishness, for the Night Knight is no man's fool. I'll not waste another second of my valuable time. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, Night Knight, because this mission will cost a lot of money. The only reason we wanted you was so you could foot the bill. You have no powers or skill, so other than money, you're useless. I mean, you can more than afford this mission, what with being a billionaire Playboy subscriber like Lyle Richmond. What? That's right, we know your little secret. So, Mr. Richmond... If patriotism doesn't move you, perhaps blackmail will. Damn, damn! And later, streaking across the skyline of some arctic wasteland, somewhere up north, in the arctic, is the shiny silvery crescent-shaped form of the Night-Night Jet. Hey, Night-Night, over there yet? Hey man, I'm talking to you. Over there yet? If we were, we'd land already. So no, we're not yet there. Just asking? God, I mean, I need to pee. Well, well, you should have thought of that before we left. Boys, boys, please. We've got a serious mission ahead of us. In order to be an effective task force, we've got to try to maintain a sense of professionalism. Lives are at stake here. So come on, guys. Let's keep our eyes on the ball, okay? No one is more focused than I am. I'm not the one whining about draining the lizard. Look, I have a swollen prostate. Holy shit. I do not want to hear about what is up your ass. God damn it. Hey, you've got a warning light. Huh? Oh crap. Oh no. What does it mean? We've got incoming. Oh no. Oh no. Has our hero's first mission ended before it has even begun? Find out in the next exciting episode of the ASS American Super Society.
The Adventures of the ASS contains the music of Kevin McLeod. thank pat dixon again for uh, being my guest on uh, tonight's episode and uh before i go i'll say a few thoughts on the passing of bill paxton uh was one of my favorites <laughs> i just loved the guy and uh it was it's really just one of those set uh sudden things you know yeah i don't i didn't get the details of what the surgery was or what have you but uh, you just never know you know and uh, so I would recommend, uh, of course, you know, his famous movies, you know, Aliens and all that. But uh, there's a film that he uh, starred and directed I thought was very good. Uh, it's called Frailty. And it's kind of a, I guess, a thriller, a crime drama, and, and horror movie all in one. And uh, it's a bit multi-layered, and uh, it's quite good. So I highly recommend it. So there you go. Uh, Bill Paxton, rest in peace. Uh, and again, uh uh, thanks to Pat Dixon for, of the New York City Crime Report, which you can find at crimereport.nyc. And, of course, at compoundmedia.com, uh, live Monday, uh, 7.30, I believe, uh, Eastern Standard Time. And uh, you can watch the hijinks there. I highly recommend it. It's a good show. It's very funny uh, because Pat Dixon is funny. And, uh, again, uh, thanks for doing my show. Oh, and uh, I apologize for the apparent technical difficulties that occurred. I have no explanation for them other than, well, uh, maybe Pat was uh, shaving with an electric razor during the interview. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, these things happen. But uh, yeah, I think it went well. So, good night, everybody. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson Show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked. Uh, say a few things. It's going well. There you go. There yes, you coming go. through. Yes, coming. <laughs> Everything's going well. <laughs> Everything's going well. Man, what a great right. voice. You got anytime you want to do more shit, let me know. Being like, I, I love that stuff. It's well, when I eat chili, I always have plenty of shit to do. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs>